Hello and welcome to On the Menu with me, Sadia Osmani. For the next half hour, I'm inviting you to join me in my kitchen as we get cooking with a Mexican flavor. I'm rustling up some mouth-watering chili con carne and some yummy guacamole, which seriously you will love. And the best thing is it's easy and straightforward to cook, so set aside your cooking fears. You can download my recipe sheet with the exact amounts from my Facebook page, Sadia Osmani, on Radio 3 RTHK. But the basics you need today will be beef mince, tomatoes, onions, garlic, kidney beans, tomato puree, pepper paste, smoked paprika, cumin, green chunky chilies, fresh coriander, lime juice and avocados, plus some oregano and olive oil and some grated cheese to garnish the chili con carne. So that's just the basics, but you can get the recipes. Just download the recipe sheet and follow me as we start to cook. Right, let's get this chili con carne going. First thing to do is obviously get your hands washed and nice and dry. Let me just do that. Okay. So we're going to start off now by getting some onion. Now I've got a red onion here and um, I'm just going to peel that. I think red onions are quite nice because um, they one, they add some nice color to it. And also red onions are a little bit sort of um, milder than some of the other onions. And they are really quite tasty, these ones. I think I always like to use red ones for some of these dishes. Okay, so I've got my red onion. It's a kind of medium-sized onion, and I'm just going to do all the preparation work for the chili before we start actually cooking it. So I'm just going to chop that into just fine pieces and uh, just kind of chop it up nice and evenly. So that's all set, and let's do the other half. Oh, you know, it's kind of going up my nose now. <laughs> if I sneeze, then uh, you know it's the onion. But um, my eyes are not watering because I actually wet contact lenses, so I thought I had a gift when my eyes didn't use the water when I chopped onions, and I realized it was actually my contact lenses. Okay, so now I've chopped the red onion. It's nice, um, ch finely chopped. I've also got some garlic here, and um, you can just get the garlic cloves. And I always find sometimes a bit fiddly, um, you know, peeling garlic. So what you need to do is you just need to, if you have a, a larger knife, um, which I'm just looking for at the moment, yeah, you just get your knife, and if you put, it, put your garlic down onto the chopping board, and just press the knife on it, that's it, just press the knife on it, and then you'll see that the garlic just um, breaks up really easily. So it's got the skin on and I'm just laying the knife on top and then pressing it down with the palm of my hand. And it just squashes the garlic up completely. Now if you're quite lazy like me, then you can obviously, here in Hong Kong, you can pick up some um, ready skinned garlic. So it's all ready to use and I have some of that here too. So now um, I'm going to use about three or four cloves of, uh, you know, cloves of garlic because I like garlic and I think it's lovely. So, so that's all ready there. Now you can actually chop it up into sort of fine pieces or you can use the garlic crusher. If you have kind of taken the skin off by crushing it, you'll find that it's already lovely and crushed up. So all you need to do is just quickly get your knife through that and just chop it up a little bit more. 
So that's your garlic already and your onions already for that uh, chili con carne. And um, now, what I tend to use, you, you've got a choice here. You can actually use um, tin tomatoes, which I think work really well with some of these dishes. Or if you want to, you can use fresh tomatoes. But what I would suggest you do is perhaps get the fresh tomatoes and, you know, put them in hot water and take the skin off them. So that skin's not sort of coming into your mouth or it's not sort of sticking out of the dish as you, as you cook. Um, so now I have got a tin of, uh, it's a 400 gram tin of tomatoes, which has uh, tomato juice in it. So I'm just going to open that tin and get that ready. Um, as I said, the tins are quite convenient because, you know, it's just easy. The consistency is really nice too, especially if it's in tomato juice then that also adds some of the flavor to it. So I've got one tin of tomatoes and I'm just going to put that to the side as well. And the other thing that I've got here, I've actually said in the recipe that you can use a bell pepper. But because chili con carne is actually quite a nice dish where you want a little bit of a bite to it, I've got one of those very quite large kind of green chilies. They're quite chunky chilies which you can buy in the markets, in the wet market and um, outside in any of the shops. You can actually buy them in supermarkets too. So what I'm doing is I'm just going to cut, slit that open and take out the little um, seeds in it because I have a feeling this one is a bit hot. But you know, for chili con carne, you need a little bit of heat because that really does make it quite tasty. So I'm just gonna push that to one side. But one way of just checking it is if you just get a little bit of that chili, I'm just going to cut it into little rings and chop it up as well. And that, because that kind of just adds a nice um, touch to it, to the actual dish, because then that green of the chili sort of sticks out of the chili con carne, which is quite nice. So I'm just chopping that up quite fine, and you need to check it. Make sure that it's not too hot. So that's my chili all chopped up. So now I have got, um, in another container here, I've also got, um, I buy sort of ground cumin, and you can buy packets of ground cumin. So I have some ground cumin, and I also have some smoked paprika, which is just sitting here. And we're going to be using that, and I've got the oregano as well. So now, let me just get some of this. Let me just go to the fridge. And one of the ingredients that I've listed on the um, on the sheet is um, pepper paste, Korean pepper paste. And I know certainly in some kind of Middle Eastern um, shops and things like that, you can buy some really lovely red pepper paste. But this Korean pepper paste, I find, is amazing. It really is. It is so versatile that you can use it in all sorts of things. It comes in that kind of nice red tub, and I'm just taking off the foily top on it. And it's a very intense, strong-smelling paste, and it has a good bite to it. So it's just called hot pepper paste, and you find it in, in the supermarkets, and it's sitting there. There's usually a kind of green tub of it too, which is a bean paste. But this hot pepper paste is amazing, as I said. I use it in a number of different recipes, and it's amazingly versatile, but I'll explain that to you later. So, now we've got all of the majority of the ingredients in front of me now. The other thing is, is I've just um, boiled some hot water, and I'm just going to get one stock cube of beef and just get that ready and pop that into this jug, and I'm just gonna pour some water over that. 
that's it because you just need a little bit of that sort of nice beef stock to really get that chili a little bit of that gravy and the chili there so I'm just going to mix that and just let that sit so it's about sort of about 300 ml up here I just put it into the stock cube I have this kind of bad habit of not tasting everything as I go because I just kind of work I feel that people should be able to relax when they're cooking so don't get hung up too much on the amounts of stuff that you put in if you put more garlic great no problems if you don't like garlic don't put so much garlic so really try and just be more relaxed when you're in the kitchen cooking okay so now I also have my tin of kidney beans here and I've got some tomato puree and some salt so I'm going to get this beef mince and I've got the beef mince here I'm just going to open the packet and then we can get this moving and now I'm just going to get the saucepan and get that on the heat and just switch this on this is an induction hob I find if you have an induction hob you'll find that you have to sort of get adjusted to how the heat works with an induction hob it took me a while to do that so in this saucepan I'm just going to pop um, I'm going to pour some olive oil in there just enough to just lightly cover the base of that saucepan okay because I don't want too much in there but um, enough just to cover it so you can get nice coating on your onions so I just put that on and I'll just let that heat up a little bit and to that then we're just going to add the chopped onions get those in so there's the chopped onions And you just need to sort of saute those for a little while. You don't need to get them brown or anything. Just enough so that they get a little bit of translucent. I'm just going to mix those so the olive oils just cover those onions quite nicely. So not excessive amounts of oil. I'm quite careful about using too much oil and I tend to use sort of olive oil because I just feel that that's much healthier and Okay, so we get those onions in there and just get those slightly sort of translucent. Okay, so now as those onions get slightly translucent and you can see that they're kind of their shape is changing slightly, then you need to get your beef mince and just pop that into there and then turn it around there just put the beef mince in and you want to just get that beef mince to get nice and brown so that it's sort of you know it's kind of cooking it will need time to cook yet anyway but just make sure that before you add the garlic to it I would just sort of brown it up a little bit so that you've um, got some of those juices in there with the onions. Now that's gone nice and brown and it's mixed in with a nice purple onion and that's looking quite nice. So now to that I'm just going to drop in the chopped garlic that I had. Just scrape it off this cutting board. Some chopped garlic. The thing is, I'm going to use just a little bit of cumin here and I would add the cumin now because things like these spices like cumin and coriander, I'm just going to put in the cumin into that mince 
Um, you know, these spices really do need, like some of these spices are used a lot in Indian cooking. And these spices really do need to have a good amount of time to cook properly. Otherwise, they taste quite raw and they have a very funny smell to them. You need to cook them well on the heat like this. Now to this too, I'm also going to add, I have some nice smoked paprika. And I'm gonna pop some of that smoked paprika in there too because that just gives it one, gives it a lovely color, which is a deep red. And then the smokiness just creates a lovely sort of smokiness to the dish. Now, at the same time, I'm also going to just take a little spoon of that um, powder, the um, hot pepper paste. And I'm going to put some of that in, just about a teaspoon, just over a teaspoon really, actually it's a little bit more of a generous teaspoon here. And I'm also going to stick in some tomato, I've got the wrong spoon here, uh, some tomato puree. Just get a spoon and stick a spoon of tomato puree. Now these things are going to form your real nice sauce, which is going to form that base for your chili con carne. So now what we've got in front of us is we've got our mince with garlic and onions and a bit of cumin and we've got the pepper paste and the tomato paste. I'm just going to mix those, clean these off the spoons. I really do need a spatula right now. Just mix that paste into the mince. Get it nice and sort of mixed in. It's looking beautiful color now because it's lovely. The mint is all coated with that lovely pepper paste and tomato puree and paprika. And now I'm just going to add the tin of tomatoes. This is a lovely, um, almost like a creamy tin of tomatoes. It's just, these are just um, plum tomatoes and tomato juice. So I'm just gonna add those tomatoes to it. And I'm then going to, remember I got my beef stock, and I'm just going to pour some of that beef stock into this. Just get it going. That's it. So now what you need to do is that's going to bubble up. And at the same time, I'm just going to pop in a little bit of salt. Like, I haven't actually tasted any of this. I'm going to taste it now. Just put in, I use this Himalayan salt, which is supposed to be much better for you. So just some salt in there. And let's just check that now and see how that tastes. Mmm, mm, that's nice. Actually, it's really nice. I can really taste the pepper paste. Now the pepper paste has got a bit of a kick to it, okay? So if you still want to put um, chili in here, you can do. But the chili, I'm going to leave, you know, the chopped chili that we did, I'm going to leave till the end because I want that to look kind of quite nice. I want, it to, I want to see the greenness. If I put it in now, it's going to just get overdone and I don't want it like that. So now the mince at the moment, I haven't put the kidney beans in yet because I want that mince to cook really well. And what you have to do is just put it onto sort of medium heat, which I will do now. And you need to then just put the lid on it and leave it to cook for about sort of 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. If you like this recipe, you can download it now from Sadia's Facebook page. Sadia Dosmani on Radio 3 RTHK. Okay, the chili now has been, um, well, the base of the chili has been boiling now for a while. It's been on sort of medium heat and it's kind of dried off a little bit and it's gone a bit of a darker color. 
I'm just going to add the can of kidney beans to that and just give that a mix and also some of those chopped green chilies that I did. So then all you do now is you basically just let that be for a little while and you'll see a little bit of oil surfacing to the top. You'll see when it changes color, but that is your chili con carne. And I'm just going to sprinkle in some nice oregano here. And I always like to sprinkle just a little um, sprinkle of sugar, just a teeny little sprinkle of sugar because it just brings the taste of the tomatoes out. years ago, deep in the Aztec jungle, a small boy was searching for the elusive blue-footed booby bird. Suddenly, the boy stepped upon a ripe avocado, creating a mysterious green paste. Without thinking, he reached down and tasted this paste and thought to himself, wow, that's pretty good. But it would be perfect with a little diced tomato, onions, some chilies, garlic, cilantro, salt, pepper, and a little lime juice to retain color. Good people of the Americas are forever indebted to this boy. G-U-A-C-A-M-O-L-E Guacamole Tastes great even though it looks like mutant jelly Guacamole G-U-A-C-A-M-O-L-E Guacamole The green Time now to make the guacamole. So what you need to do now is, first of all, you just get your chopping board. I've got a, a red onion here. I'm just going to peel it because you don't want to cut the avocado yet because the avocado sometimes can get a little bit sort of brown, but, you know, as you're handling it. So all I'm going to do is I'm just going to chop that red onion and try and make it sort of as fine as you can with your, with your knife. Just get it into small bits. It's quite fine, chopped up. So that's just like half a small red onion that I've got there. So nicely, finely chopped. So that's one ingredient. So that sits on one side of the chopping board. And then I've got a firm, a reasonably sort of firm tomato. Don't use a squidgy tomato because that kind of then you lose control of that. So it's just a small tomato and I'm just going to slice that and once again into just very um, small pieces because what we're really making is a, is a nice sort of chunky guacamole. But this is a bit like something that I've kind of brought out my own variation with a little bit of a twist. So now that's my tomato all chopped up nice and fine. So I've got the red onions and the tomato. And I've just bought some fresh coriander and I'm going to just kind of grab this. The fresh coriander is really, it's lovely in this because you really do want the fragrance of the coriander. And fresh sort of coriander, if you get it, you know, and you think, oh, I'm not going to use much of it. I'm just going to wash that. Wash the fresh coriander. Yeah, if you feel like you buy fresh coriander and then you think I'm not going to be able to use all of that and it's going to sort of rot in my fridge, what you need to do is perhaps just get it to wash it and just dry it a little bit 
and then put it into a slightly damp, like you know these J cloths that you have that you a, a new one. Just damp it slightly and just wrap it around the coriander and put it in the fridge and it should last for a reasonable amount of time in your fridge or you can wash it and dry it and then you can um, put it in your um, freezer and take it out but here you really do need fresh coriander okay so my chopping board now I've got the red onions and the tomato and the coriander all chopped, chopped up nice and fine okay so now I have got two avocados and I'm just going to cut those into half and these have been sitting for a while you'll find that you know with coriander get a fork with with um with avocados you really do need to have it just right for this dish if it's slightly kind of um not ripe then you're not going to be able to mash it up so all you do is you cut your avocado in half just get a spoon and just scoop it out of its skin and it should come out really easily especially if it's kind of slightly ripe best way to check is to just like feel the avocado it should just be kind of enough for you to squeeze it that you can actually feel it's quite sort of soft okay so now I'm just going to take all that out of there now you need to take the pit out of this because that is going to be used always keep the pit that's inside the avocado and I'm just going to get a fork and I'm just going to clean my spoon up first of all and I'm just going to mash that avocado up just mash it up with your fork don't overdo it don't mash it up really fine or anything like that but we're looking at kind of nice um, chunky sort of guacamole here and now all I'm going to do is I'm just going to add those onions so there's red onions and some tomatoes this is a very easy dish to make and if you suddenly like I tend to keep avocados in the house so that suddenly if I feel like I, <laughs> I suddenly feel like guacamole and I always keep a packet of tacos as well in my house too so if I suddenly feel like guacamole I can throw it together and you know these um, avocados tend to take a few days to ripen okay so what I've done is in that bowl I've just put the tomatoes it's a bit overflowing now the tomatoes and the onions and the coriander the fresh coriander and I'm just mixing that in to the um, avocado and it's just beautiful it looks so pretty because you've got the purple of the onions the red of the tomatoes and the green bright green of the of the coriander plus another shade of the cor of the avocado which is lovely so now that is all mixed together so the ingredient you have to put in now is limes right I bought a couple of limes now you can use lemon if you don't have lemon lemon tends to be a little bit sharper and has a stronger sort of taste the limes have a beautiful fragrance so I just cut one lime and before you cut the lime just kind of roll it onto your cutting board a little bit and press it so roll it around until it becomes quite soft then you'll find that the juices come out easily and it's easy to squeeze because limes are so tiny you can't really use a juicer so now I'm just squeezing in my lime into that lovely mixture and you know again I've got one lime when and I find limes are very juicy they're really lovely and if you've kind of rolled them around a little bit before then they should um, release quite a lot of juice so I put the juice of one lime in here and 
just mix that in. Now, the thing that I put, which really does, let me just wash my hands, um, is I really like to have a little bit, I don't put any salt or anything in here, but I like to have a little bit of honey in there because it just adds a lovely little, um, it just adds a twist to it with the lime. And the honey, just a bit of that sweetness is great on the avocados. So I've got some honey. If you have, um, you know, solid honey, you can kind of melt it down. But, you know, try and use the liquidy honey. And I tend to just put it in, a, in the jar in a little bit of a, a bowl of warm water so that it kind of gets nice and runny. So now I'm just going to drizzle about a teaspoon of honey into that mixture. So now I've just drizzled a bit of honey into that. And if you taste it, if I mix it up now... It tastes lovely because it's got a slight sweetness to it, but it's also got the kind of tanginess of the lime. So that really, once that's mixed up, is your guacamole. And um, it looks beautiful. And what you need to do, because you need to add those pips in there, because your guacamole, if you leave it like this, it will tend to get a little bit brown on the edges and stuff, and it doesn't look very appetizing then. But if you put those pips in, the lemon juice also helps, but if you put those natural pips in there, they help it and they stop it from going brown. So you can actually make this guacamole a little bit earlier and you can pop it into a plastic box, but make sure that you, um, you know, put those pips in. I'm going to wash my hands and I will take a picture of that so you can have a look at what it looks like. So there you go, that's the guacamole. Well, that's the chili already. I'm just going to take a little bit out and taste it just before I go. And let's just have a look. It's very hot and bubbly. Mm. Oh, that's so nice. You'll really like this. The, you know, the kidney beans are really nice and soft, and um, the cheese are just oozing all over the place. Mmm, that's delicious. And it's beautiful served with some brown rice, or you can have it with a baked potato as well. I'm just going to finish that up, and that is all from me this week. Well, actually, this is the end of the series now. We've gone through 10 programs. I hope you've enjoyed on the menu. I shall be back next year with some more delicious offerings for you. But for now, I'd like to say goodbye, and this is goodbye for me, Sadia Osmani. Thank you ever so much for joining me in the last 10 weeks for these wonderful shows. I'll see you then. Bye-bye.